The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. Are you ready to dumb it down? Okay, fantastic. Wow, we just went from applause to straight cheer. That's good, I guess. I mean, I don't know how that works. But uh, thanks, guys, for uh, uh, coming on to the show, listening to the show, walking into the show, stumbling onto the show. However you found it, through Spreaker or Spotify or Stitcher or Podbean or Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, CastBox. CastBox? Yeah, I don't know what that is. And, um, and there's more. And there's going to be even more than that eventually. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. I'm in my Kia Rio. Yes, you heard it right. This is the fastest podcast on earth as I record from my Kia Rio northbound on the New York State Thruway. I just got on. I'm on my way to work. It is 6.49 p.m. Uh, yeah, a little bit later than usual, but uh, I'm on a late schedule this week, and that's it. And uh, I'm gonna. that's the way it is, and I get work according to my late arrival. Uh, some guys going at 3 o'clock, some guys going at 5 o'clock. This week, uh, I'm going in at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whatever it is. Uh, that's okay. It's, it is what it is. I don't, uh, I don't really like the early, early arrival. There's way more traffic. There's way more to deal with. And, uh, you know, I don't mind driving during the daylight in the afternoon. It's just that uh, I'm really used to the PM schedule. I like driving into ghost towns. I like uh, driving around Albany. Uh, and Rensselaer putting my set together for those for those of you that don't know I'm a doubles driver I drive two trailers at once it's not a trucking show don't hit that button it's not all about truck driving I'm just telling you what I do sort of what I do for a living and um, all that other good stuff so uh, uh, I do uh, so yeah and I do this podcast in my car on my way to work during my commute so I do it during my commute so you can enjoy it during your commute these these podcasts are usually about uh, 30 minutes or less, usually about 30 minutes. Very rarely are they less. Uh, somehow I seem to somehow fit everything in uh, within 30 minutes. Okay, so anyway, uh, and the, so the subtitle of the show, other than dumbing it down with Dave, is Pragmatism, Truth, Happiness, and the Search for It All. As I try to hone my pragmatism, my pragmatic uh, thoughts and behaviors, uh, it's not really a thing. It's like uh, to be atheist. You know, there is a group, there's an atheist group that card-carrying Atheists, and I guess there's a, they could get a little political and all that other stuff. I, I'm more like uh, like the minimalists. I don't even think uh, I think minimalist is like one step down or one step up, however, however you want to look at it, from atheists. In other words, there are minimalists out there, like nudists. They they just uh, they'll just tell you, hey, I'm a nudist. Hey, I'm a minimalist. Uh, hey, I'm a I'm a vegetarian. You know, certain things are a little bit more precise in their science, precise in their behavior, precise in everything, their rules uh, and bylaws or whatever, their protocol, all that. I'm still honing my pragmatism. Um, there really, I don't really think there is a famous uh, uh, pragmatic. Uh, is, uh, you know, Zen, is that the pragmatic? I, I don't really know. I'm not really that intelligent. I'm not an author. Uh, I'm not a college graduate. Uh, I'm a world uh, traveling graduate. I mean, uh, considering my 
post high school experience in the Navy and the jobs that I've had in my age and uh, being a husband and being employed and being a truck driver and raising a child and having deaf parents, one recently uh, 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 suffering from a stroke and recovering from it and me uh, heavily participating in that and just my worldly experience. I'd like to think that that counts as a college degree. But truth be told, I don't feel like one. And when I'm around people that I know are professional people, not that I'm not professional, because I think that term is a strange term. Oh, yeah, that person, that's a professional. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a professional too. I'm a professional truck driver. I have a CDLA license, not a trucking show. Now, in all honesty, there's a lot of guys that have a CDLA license. I don't know if there's more truck drivers than there are doctors and lawyers and accountants that are CPAs. You know, any job that they consider a professional and you have to have that four-year degree and maybe even a you know a, you know, a master's or PhD or whatever, you know, graduate, uh, there's undergraduate, there's whatever. Uh, I don't know how many there are of CDLA qualified truck drivers. I mean, I think there's also CDLB. Uh, those are straight trucks, trucks that don't bend. They're not articulated, I think is the word. I'm not really sure if that that's even the word, but I remember my son had a book years ago about articulated trucks. And he could say articulated by the age of two or whatever. Anyway, uh, so I don't feel as smart as those people when I'm in the room with those people. You know, uh, I'm always searching for a word. They seem to already know the words. I watch TVs and movies and I hear guys say words. I go, what? What was that word? Then I look it up and go, wow. I don't even know why you would ever use that word when you could have just said this plainly. But I do that. I do try to stretch the boundaries of my vocabulary. Not to impress anybody, just as I get older, because I'm 55 years and uh, really almost, no, 11 months. I am 55 years, 11 months. It'll be 56 in August. And, you know, I... uh, I like to keep the fibers, the fiber optics in my brain reaching out, stretching. This is not a good time to start relaxing and doing less. This is a good time to start doing more. And I am trying to do more by going to Planet Fitness, by uh, taking a boxing class, uh, you know, doing Dave's Fit Life, my YouTube channel, which is on a very small hiatus right now. I haven't officially announced it. It's not something I go around uh, putting out press releases. I can do a video anytime I want, and I will do a video uh, maybe uh, the next couple of days. I have, you know, I just haven't really thought about it. I've been busy with other things. So, uh, but I have not YouTube uh, faded. I have not pod faded. Uh, I've taken podcations from dubbing it down with Dave uh, over the last couple of years but uh, I'm, there'll be no pod fade I'm actually now doing more than ever before making a lot of progress two shows a week um, I have a virtual assistant now Pauline in the Philippines she'll be helping me out with things that you'll see and you won't see uh, which is uh, whatever it is that she's doing she's taking the burden off of me so that's good. I think I just kind of went around the world with a lot of information. I don't even remember how I started the show, except to explain to you who I am and what I do. For those of you who might have jumped on for the first time. So for those of you who have been listening, you might say to yourself, why is he repeating this? We know this. Well, I'm glad you know this because you're a listener. You're an avid fan. Maybe you follow me on Spreaker. Maybe you click that gold star and you made me a favorite show of yours. Maybe you're following me. I think I only have like 60-some-odd followers. I'm already on iHeartRadio, so I'm not really concerned about growing my Spreaker following base because Spreaker is one small part of the show. You know, like I said, now I'm on Podbean. How do I get more popular on Podbean? I have no idea. 
uh, there's some criteria that they laid out. I followed their criteria, and they said that they were going to put my show in a, a specific uh, position. I don't have time to police that. Did they put my show in a certain position that would be more visible? I don't know. I tweeted them. I social media them. Whatever. They have this like criteria, and whatever. Um, you know, Castbox. What is that? I don't know. Player FM. What is that? I don't know. You know, Stitcher. I know what Stitcher is. But, uh, you know, listen, in the sea of 350,000 to 500,000, and after I go to Podcast Movement 19 in Orlando in August, I'll know more. That number has probably risen to uh, 500,000 to 750,000 current podcasts. Uh, whether that's active or inactive, I'm not sure. But I am definitely lost in the sea of hundreds of thousands of podcasts. I appreciate you tuning in. And for those of you who comment, engage, and share, and like and all that other stuff I really do appreciate it um, you know if this is your best kept secret or one of your best kept secrets or just a secret that's fine I appreciate that I would like you to not keep it a secret and uh, share it with the world with your world your lovers your friends your enemies you know uh, your neighbors anybody just hey by the way I know this guy whatever you know not exactly the smartest guy in the world uh, not a college graduate Maybe a professional, maybe not. You know, that's for you to decide. But a show is called Dumbing It Down with Dave. And, uh, you know, give it a listen. You want me to send you a link? I'll I'll share share it with you. You decide whether you want to listen to it or not. But, you know, with with, uh, my buddy Pat sharing on Facebook, that's nice. You know, that's what I've been railing about for the last two years, that my friends, so-called, quote, unquote, friends, you know, uh, have not supported me. Like, none of them. And I just recently let two go. I label them as depleters, and I let them go. And they're still not uh, listening to the show, as far as I know. So it's funny that they weren't listening to the show. And we're not doing a friend show, by the way, folks. For those of you who are new to the show, every so often I'll go on a friend rant, and I'll just like rail against my friends, or my ex-friends, or my depleters, as they call them. But uh, it's funny that now that these guys uh, are... I'm not talking to them on a daily basis. I have no relationships with them. They've reached out to me from time to time, whether it's via text. You know, this just, hey, how you doing? Like, I, I, don't ask me how I'm doing. You know how I'm doing. You know. You, you got to know how I'm doing. You've been friends with me for 20 years, 30 years. You know how I'm doing. And you know what the last conversation was. I'm not happy with the way you don't support my podcast. So, you know, support my podcast. But it's interesting how they didn't support me as friends and now that I kind of, not kind of, I've labeled them. i got to be stronger about that. I label them as depleters. They're still not listening. Like they haven't said, you know what, Dave? I'm going to prove you wrong. All right, good. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm going to listen. I'm going to engage. I'm going to comment. I'm going to show you that I'm a good friend. Oh, thank you. But no, they've backed down. Not from, I, I was going to say back down. They've backed down from the challenge. I didn't give them a challenge. I never said those words. I never said, well, start listening, and I'll consider you as my friend. That would be kind of childish, maybe. I can see how you say, Dave, that's childish. So if they don't support the one thing you do, the podcast and the YouTube channel, you're going to label them depleters, and you're not going to talk to them. That's like, that's like being 12 years old. Well, listen, I can't, I can't speak to the age that I'm at emotionally. I can tell you right now, emotionally, I don't know if I'm 55 years or 11 months. I don't know how you select the criteria. A word I use a lot on the show. How, what criteria decides how you how you behave? What criteria do you use to establish your emotional level? Your your, your spiritual level? Your maturity level? What, what test is there? I watch a movie. I see a dog uh, limping and get hurt. I cry. A cat. I cry. 
I see defenseless people. I cry. I underdog. I feel bad. I cry. So if I have empathy, right? If I have a lot of empathy for you, my emotional level is high, right? 56. I've maxed out. I see the situation. I assess it. Oh, I have empathy. Boom. He's good. But I'm the same person, and I, and I cry with a, a cat or a dog or a child. Like Toy Story. I cry during Toy Story. I, I feel. Uh, Inside Out, that animated movie. I thought that was a fantastic movie. Inside Out. Yeah, I feel. I relate. So I empathize at 100%. That's good. I'm at a 56-year-old level. Let's just round it off. I uh, sympathize, 56 years old. Good. You're right there. I relate, 56 years old. Boom. I'm right there. All right, so I'm checking off all the boxes. All right, now I got friends of the same age, basically, let's just say, and they don't support my podcast. By the way, it's not just my podcast. They didn't support me when I was running. They didn't support my stand-up comedy. Whatever. Whatever it is that I'm putting out, whatever it is that they see, I, I, I can't speak to everything because I'm not God and I'm not the powers that be. So I try to do the best I can to elevate myself, not elevate myself as far as intelligence, but I mean, I do, I try, but elevate myself away from my body, away from this driver's seat, above my Kia, above the clouds, up into the skies, the heavens, whatever. And I look down and I try to see the big picture. Try to not be too emotional about it. Try to be as intelligent as possible about it as possible. The bigger the picture, I think, the better decision you can make. Try to not be as close to the situation as possible. Even though it is a personal situation, try not to be. That's what I try to do. Try to assess how I respond to everything. The other day, my wife had a situation, and I found myself responding typically Dave. And I stopped myself. I looked. I put my hand up like to, to my wife. I said, wait a minute. I want to stop. I realize what I'm doing. I'm being typical Dave. I have no right to impose my opinion on you. It was some gathering she was going It was a get-together she was going to at a place that I don't approve of. It was just North Lake up in uh, upstate New York. It's just a, a crappy little beach up in the mountain. Whatever. I, I shouldn't even say crappy. That's very typical David. It's a nice beach for a lot of people. Not a great beach for me. And I find myself imposing my opinion sometimes too often and too harshly. And I know where I get that from. I get that from my mother. I get that drama from my mother. I know I do. These are her behaviors. My father would never say these things. I wouldn't even see my father. but And we wouldn't interact. But that's not the point. So it's not a friend show. It's not a trucking show. It's, it's no show of any sort except a show about human behavior. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And I put my hand up and I said to my wife, wait a minute. I'm wrong. I, I'm catching myself in the act. I want to be better. I want to be better in the next 20, 30 years with my wife. I want to be better 20, 30 years in my, uh, my professional, quote-unquote, professional life. I want to be better in my podcast life. It's okay to be judgmental. That's okay. It's okay to be opinionated. It's okay to be self-ish. Self-ish. Self-hyphen-ish. Selfish. Foolish. Fool-ish. Whatever. But I got to be responsible for my behavior and accountable for my actions. And as I listen to myself, as I see myself in the mirror, I realize, ooh, you know what, Dave? This is a good time as you transition into life, a.k.a. retirement, in the next hopefully two to four years. 
this would be this is not a bad time to start working on yourself. You're working on yourself health-wise. You're working on yourself in every aspect of your life. Spirit spirituality, emotional level, you know, coping, stresses, meditation, all that stuff. I am determined to live a long and healthy life. I want to get out of trucking. I want to get into go-karting. I wanted to get into race car driving. I want to get into podcasting, broadcasting. I want to get into arts, more writing. Maybe write a script. I have an idea for a screenplay. There's a lot of things. I want to do horticulture. I would. I love to learn how to play the piano. I want to go back to playing my drums. I want to do video and audio, audio editing. I want to travel. I want to jump out of a plane. I mean, with a parachute. <laughs> Not suicidal. Um, I want to get a gun. I want to get a permit. I want to shoot a pistol, shoot a rifle. There's a lot of things I want to do, but I got to clear the plate. I got I got to open my mind to the possibilities. I am a believer of possibilities, but I got to clear the obstacles that are in my way, my emotional, mental, spiritual uh, obstacles, how I respond to people. I'm not always happy with the way I respond, and I know that the more exhausted I am, the worse I am at everything, everything, except for overeating. When I'm exhausted, I'm great at overeating. And I'm great with being annoyed and, uh, you know, just being a, a, a douche. <laughs> um, so I have to work on that. Being not tired. Getting more sleep. Being healthier. Eating right. It's amazing the amount of fish I've been eating over the last month or so since I saw my naturopath. Five weeks now, I think it's been. The mackerel. The sardines. Holy cow. It's crazy what I'm eating there. The, uh, the quinoa, the, the rice broccoli, the rice cauliflower. Holy cow. All the organic food I've been eating. Non-GMO, all that stuff. Eventually, I'll go gluten-free. Eventually. Eventually, I'll be vegetarian of some sort. You know, as close as I can to that. No, not vegetarian, but as close as I can to it. Clean. Paleo, keto, whatever you want to call it. I did ask my naturopath the other day what he calls this, and he doesn't label it. And I love that about my naturopath. I had no idea. As far as I know right now, he's not labeling my diet. And he I don't think he labels himself. He's trying to do the right thing. I found a guy through my therapist, Linda, who, from what I could see, doesn't label. He just does it because it's the truth. He does it because it's right. He's got me making small steps, baby steps, from the dis- disgusting diet I was on to the diet I'm at now, which is better than disgusting. <laughs> that's what can I tell you? It's just that's the that's what that's what we're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. The the diet I'm on now is better than disgusting. Definitely healthier than what it was. And then eventually we're going to tweak it. I will see him again in September, taking the summer off from my naturopath. I said a lot. I've said a lot in the first 18 minutes, 19 minutes of the show. I've said a lot. I might have said more in the first 19 minutes of this show than I have in any other show. Totally not what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a review of a previous show. And we're going to get to that. But this is how Dumbing It Down with Dave works. I hit the button and I talk. I might have left you hanging. I know that I do that and I apologize. There are shows where I say something. I say, I got two reasons. Then I give you one reason. I never get to the second reason. So please feel free to point that out in your comments. Dave, you left something out. At 18 minutes of the show, you left this out. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. When I do a review of the show, 
which I think there's going to be more of in the, in, the, in, the, in the near future. I'll do more reviews of previous shows to update you as to how I feel about what I said. And hopefully I'll get more engagement so I can respond to what you're saying because that's what I want to have is a dialogue. Not a monologue, a dialogue. What I'm doing now is a monologue. I can't go live in the car. I can't take phone calls, but I will one day. I've already put that out. Dumbing it down with Dave. We'll go live, possibly 2019. I can't commit because I don't really know. I've done live, but not the way I want to do it. When I do it, it's going to be right. It might be in my shed, the shed I'm going to buy, the studio I'm going to build. I'm putting it all out there. I'm trying to think positively. I've never really, as far as I can remember, been like this before. I am breathing better. I'm definitely, oh, I, I had a thing with my breathing today. I was breathing, laying down in bed, and I, I felt like, you know that that that, um, that clip from Spinal Tap, that movie, people love that movie, Spinal Tap, where he goes, you know, uh, I think it's Christopher Guest. Well, he's the, I don't know his name of the character. And he says, most people's speakers go to 10. Mine goes to 11. And then Rob Reiner says, well, why don't you just make 10 louder? And then there's a pause. It's a beautiful pause. A beautiful, perfect break in the action. And the guy looks at his speaker, chewing his gum. Uh, he might take a puff of his cigarette. I don't remember. He turns back to Rob Reiner and he goes, but this these go to 11. I feel like I'm getting to 11. I'm either at 11 or I'm going to 11 real soon with my breathing. Never before have I felt this way. If I have felt this way, it's because I was 12 years old, 15 years old. I had not smoked anything in my life. I had not polluted myself. And um, it was a natural way to breathe, but I didn't think about it. And by the way, it makes me think about how we raise our children in the United States as we quickly forget about health and fitness because they're young. We don't have to work on them. But I would have loved my father and my mother to be more insightful about these things and help me learn to breathe better. Not take me to McDonald's. Not take me to these uh, fast food places. Actually, my mother cooked very healthy. I, I probably polluted myself more than anything. But anyway... I don't want to, it's not a child rearing show. It's a show about everything. So if I can go back 22 minutes, what was I talking about? Truth, pragmatism, truth, truth, pragmatism, uh, happiness, and the search for it all. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Fastest podcast on earth. Uh, you know, I'm doing the best I can. My breathing's better. My health is better. I got goals. I got dreams. I got wishes. And uh, I, if you relate to any of this, you know, I, I can't go back to 23 minutes ago. I don't remember where I started. I don't remember where the middle was. I, 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 you know, I only know where I am right now. And that's going to have to be good enough. Okay. So what can I do with the, uh, with the next uh, six or seven minutes? Uh, let's... Uh, how come that doesn't work? Getting bogged down with the electronics. That's not good. Time for a drink break. All right, let's take a drink break. Probably not going to do a breather break today. Even though I've been bragging about my breathing, probably won't do a breather break because I want to do something else. All right, let's take a drink break. Go. What am I drinking? Water out of the tap. Water out of my tap, which is, I have a well. I have well water. People don't like well water because they say it smells smells like sulfur. I don't have a sense of smell. That's true. You've heard it here, folks. I'm blind in the nose. I have no sense of smell. How does he eat? 
I've been eating quite well. Not a problem. I just don't smell it. But I can see it and I can taste it. And yes, a lot of my diet is based on what I see. And then I know I can taste different textures. So I'm going to cheat. I'm going to take another drink. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I did this last show. I want to do it again this show. I already have it queued up. We're going to do a quick review of episode 134, uh, Heavy heavyweight, because the show before that was called Heavyweight, all about a podcast that I recommended called Heavyweight. By the way, have you been listening to Heavyweight? Do you like it? Did you hear the show about the two brothers? One's 85, one's 80. They don't have a, a, a talking relationship. And you listen to the reasons why, then you, you relate to it and go, wait a minute, I'm doing that with somebody else. I'm saying that, you know, the things that those two guys were saying. I don't want to not be close to this person. I want to have a relationship with this person. This is why I'm, uh, I've been talking about uh, reevaluating how I behave. Really assessing myself over and over again every day. Reinventing myself. Peeling the layers, as they say in comedy, peeling the onion to get to the, to the, to the core. I don't know why they say peel the onion, but they do. All right, episode 134. In the show notes, I wrote this. If you guys read my show notes... Uh, you, know, you don't have to, but I, I put them out there. And I, I'm trying to put a little bit more effort. Again, raising the bar. Just a, a .001, the name of my production company, .001 Productions. Try to be .001 better today than you were yesterday. That doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a lot easier to achieve than being 1% better or 10% better. I moved the decimal over, that's all, .001. I still put in the same effort. I just don't pressure myself to advance as far. Point zero zero one. I think that's like a thousandth. Tenth, hundred, thousandth. You can't be a thousandth better today than yesterday. All right, you know, everybody has their own rate of speed. All right, episode 134. Uh, oh, actually, I wrote episode 134 probably. In this episode, amongst many, many insignificant and even more insignificant uh, things to talk about, Dave discusses his issues procrastinating, hoarding, traveling to Newark Airport, dealing with TSA agents, trying to get proved for the Trusted Traveler Program and pre-TSA. Or is it less insignificant? No, it would be less insignificant. I don't know. <laughs> In this episode, I'd be suspect of the quality of the significance. Anyway, so I, whatever it is I was trying to say, I don't even remember now. Or is it less... Uh, or is it less insignificant? No, it would be less insignificant. Less significant, that's what I... Okay, now I understand what I wrote. Okay. I was saying... I'm talking about many, many, and even more insignificant things to talk about. And then later on I wrote, is it less insignificant or would it be less significant? That's the question. Look, go back to the show notes, you'll see, and then you can decide for yourself. All right, so here's uh, a couple of customer uh, customer comments. Yes, customer comments. All right, and I'm just going to do it in the order that they were posted. Linda is very good. She's usually one of the first to listen and one of the first to comment. Thank you, Linda Irwin, from Awesome Insanity Surfers, based in McCall, Idaho, and the galaxy and the universe. You know, I think McCall, uh, Idaho is only like a, like a faux location. It's a real place, but, you know, for her, you know, who knows where she's from? I don't know where she's from. All right. She wrote, the Kia Rio reminds me of the old days. All right, so this has been must have been right after I blew up the fit. I did the show, and uh, she's talking about the, I think she's talking about the, the, the origins of the show, doing it in the Kia Rio. All right, then she wrote, again, uh, I have a friend who traveled from Western to Eastern Australia to work in the diamond mines. Really good money. I was referring to the fact that I like to be nomadic 
And years ago, I started a campaign in my house to move out of the United States before my son got too deep into the school system and his friends. I wanted to move out and work in the mines in Australia. At that time, it was said that Australia had a post-World War II economy. You know, where we were post-World War II, they were at. And there was a lot of mineral excavation going on, mineral and ore or whatever, in Australia. And I wanted to be a part of that. And uh, I wanted to leave the country and go work in the mines and work seven days and be off of eight days and all this other stuff. And my wife wasn't having any of it. All right, whatever. So we didn't go. Um, then she wrote, uh, Linda wrote, I love cruise ships and ferry boats. All right. So this is kind of important. Um, I, I make sure I don't want to go over time here. Damn it. I got a minute. Uh, I went too long on the other stuff. All right. So real quickly, um, I was talking about uh, becoming a merchant marine and how I love sailing. And then I didn't become a merchant marine for a particular reason. And really, real quickly, it goes back to Rich Man, Poor Man, and Falcon Eddie. Do you remember Falcon Eddie? I don't know if it's Falcon Eddie, E-D-D-I-E, or his last name was Falcon Eddie. But guys like him scared me. And that's why, even at the age of 20-some-odd getting out of the Navy, I didn't want to go into the merchant marines because I was afraid of uh, fighting these guys with tattoos and muscles and contraband and all that other stuff. And uh, then she wrote, I am a control freak. And take care of stuff when it needs to be taken care of. I was talking about my procrastinating. And uh, last but not least, Patrick Mason wrote, Great show. Enjoyed listening tonight. Man, those lost weekends are a bummer. You should go to HR, those dummies. Because I was talking about my schedule. And I was talking about giving up my weekend. I was really upset by that. Oh, good. Look. i got 40 seconds left. All right. Thank you, Patrick Mason. Thank you, Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers for commenting. Folks, only two commenters. Four or five comments. But uh, I appreciate them engaging. I read their comments on air. I responded to them. We had a show. We didn't do a whole show based on those comments, but I could have. Uh, thank you very much, Patrick. Uh, uh, Patrick's been great about sharing on Facebook. Linda's not on Facebook, but she shares me instantly on Twitter. Love that. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Hopefully one day I can return the favor for you. Thanks, guys. See you next episode. Everyone ready? Ready. Yes, okay. sure. Uh-huh. Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many. This holiday season, be sure to stop by your local grocery outlet for great deals on everything you need for entertaining your guests. This week, stock up on Frito-Lay party-sized chips. 10.5 to 18-ounce assorted varieties are buy two, get one free. At $7.98 for three, that's a wow savings of up to 50% versus traditional grocery stores. Limit three free. Also, get a great deal on San Pellegrino sparkling beverages. 24 packs of assorted varieties are just $9.99. That's also a savings of up to 50%. Offers good through December 24th. Grocery outlet, bargain market.